Hey guys, welcome to Totally Talking Sports, episode 3. It is Monday, December 21st over here. Uh, glad to have you guys joining us today. Uh, Logan, why don't you give us a breakdown of what we're going to be talking about today. Alright, we're starting off going NFL, recapping the big games, going over our picks, making picks for next week. Then we're going to touch up on college football. We had all the conference championships this last weekend, and then the final college football playoff rankings were released. We're going to go into the MLB power rankings that we talked about last week, and then we'll get into segments. So let's do this. Let's go and we'll go over our picks last week. And then when we hit a game that we want to talk about, let's go ahead and start talking about it. Cool. So starting with Thursday night, Chargers Raiders. My oh, boys. Yeah. My it was boys. an amazing game. It was a fantastic game. My boys came in clutch. We love seeing an uh, Oregon Duck quarterback matchup. Feel bad for Derek Carr. Torres groin. Not good for his wife. Uh, but Marcus Mariota <laughs> getting back in the game. Looks fantastic. He's definitely going to get a nice nice contract to be a starter for a shitty team next year. How often do you really think Derek Carr probably not very often. out his wife? Probably not because he has small hands. Yeah. He's not able to he's not a gripper, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he wears eyeliner. Maybe so, that's what she's some into. Some chicks are into that. Dude, I think he pounds it. Yeah? I think he pounds it nonstop. You think Derek Carr is a good looking dude? No. Oh, okay. Not at all. Okay. But she's got to do something to stick around. I wonder what she looks like. Yeah, new professional quarterback. You should look that up. Yeah, okay, regardless, though, huge win. I went ahead and I took the Raiders, so that was yeah. my first downfall. I know there's going to be many that we talk about where I went off off script, uh, and I am probably down deep in the cellar. It's not too bad, but also you, we somebody every week has to try to do something, because otherwise we're just all going to finish with the same record that we currently have. Right, and, that, and, that's, and that's no Someone, fun. Someone's got to try to make a move. Okay, Kyle's got the picture here. Is that her? You can't just go to Google Images? Okay, she just looks like a, a regular old, just honestly, you know what? Looks like a, just a regular old mom, honestly. She looks like a good old, just, just home-cooking wife. White picket fence type lady. Yeah. Right on. Apple pies in the summer. Yeah. On the windowsill. All right, cool. Other than Derek Carr's eyeliner and small hands and his broken dick, uh, what were your big takeaways from the game, Kyle? Um, so, first off, that's back-to-back now, comeback wins for Herbert, um, two weeks in a row, in beautiful style. Um, absolute stud, I mean, 314 yards, two TDs, but my big thing was Mariota, man, he looked really good. He did. Um, threw for 226 yards and ran for 88 yards, total two two TDs between the two. Um. Including the one to send it to overtime at the end. I don't know, man. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll touch up into it a little bit later, but Mariota looked good in silver and black. I don't know. If he's not staying with the Raiders, he's definitely going to get a deal somewhere. I, I, I don't think he's going to stay with the Raiders because I think they stick with Derek Carr. I don't no. think they but should. I, I don't know why. I don't, they, I don't, I don't even would. think John Gruden likes Derek Carr that much. I don't know. He, I mean, he did. So Derek Carr was the reason why he took the job. Oh, really? Yeah, because he was an announcer. He said, I really like Derek Carr. I thought, like, last season, that's why he benched him. Because, like, well, man, you suck. But that was, like, two years into him, you know. So from outside glance, yeah, he, he loved the way that Derek Carr looked. And thought that he would be able to turn him into a superstar. And just like John Gruden does, nothing right. So, yeah. So, um, Derek Carr still is not anything to be proud of on a team. But I don't think he's played bad this season. Um, I think the Raiders are just that kind of team, just middle of the road. They're going to win some games and they're going to lose some games. And they're going to probably lose the games where they shouldn't have lost. And they're going to win games where it's going to be like, wow, you guys actually look really, really good. And then it just ends up being... It's just no, don't get all excited about the Raiders. You're just you're the Raiders. You're gonna make the playoffs because you're in the AFC. Uh, they should at least. I, I they might be getting pretty close, but I'm pretty sure they got that six seed locked up. But other other than that, 
you guys went with the Chargers. Yep. Made the right call. It was getting close down there at the end. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean very close. A touchdown punch in at the very end in overtime. Yeah. Still the game. It was, it was close the whole game. I'm really, really, really happy that the Chargers are finally figuring out ways to close out games. Unfortunately, you guys are going to have Anthony Lynn for another season. That's, yeah, it's, it's really unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> See, if you guys wanted Anthony Lynn gone, you guys would have just lost the game. It's not in Herbert's DNA. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's not a loser, so if he has a shot to win a game, he's going to go win it. Feel bad for him that he has to deal with Anthony Lynn as a oh, Hey, you know, maybe next season they, they, around, yeah, they turn around and they go like 10-6 or something like that. And Hopefully we maybe. stay healthy and we'll see. Yeah. Maybe a full year under Anthony Lynn with a fully healthy team, if he still makes dumbass decisions, which I expect he will, then maybe we'll get rid of him. Okay. All right, next game. Uh, next game, going to the Saturday games. First one up was Bills-Broncos. I have nothing on this game because it played out pretty much how I think. Nope, yeah, Bill, Josh Allen well. just looked really good again. Stephon Diggs looked amazing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, then the second Saturday game, Packers-Panthers. Good game. It was a good game. They played you pretty tough. Um, luckily, your defense prevailed in the, on the last drive there. Um, but Devontae Adams didn't have a huge game. Aaron Jones did. Um, which was very good because <laughs> I had him in both of my fantasies that I needed to win. Yeah. Um. So Packers and Panthers, man, this game pissed me off. Okay, because Packers are such a first half team. Yeah. That it drives me crazy, dude. I love them and I hate them because we put up what twenty one points in the first half and then three points in the second half. Yeah. yeah. How do we look amazing and then only score three points in thirty minutes? I think what it is is these sense. other teams are adjusting to you. And then you guys aren't adjusting to their adjustments after, like, your second drive in the third quarter. And that is every year. <laughs> that is every year. Rodgers, for the whole game, only 143 yards. Aaron Jones put up 145 yards rushing. Um, but I'll tell you, DJ Moore put up 131 yards against us. He tore us up, dude. Really happy that I benched Robbie Anderson. Yeah. Nice. That was a sm- I looked at the game, and I was like, I don't trust Robbie Anderson with DJ Moore back put him on the bench, and they got me four points, and I was like, all right, that was a smart move. So I had a table that night, because I was working that night, and I had a table with four kids, and I've, I've seen them there before. They make bets on the games while they're watching it at the bar, right? So I was checking in. I was like, hey, I remember you guys from last time. They're like, yeah, hey, we have, we have a bet going on tonight, too. I was like, okay, what is it? He goes, I'm saying Robert Tunyon's going to have a better game than Robbie Anderson. Those three are saying that Robbie Anderson's going to have a better game. They all have to do the Blazing Wings challenge. If I win... And then if they win, I have to buy them all dessert. I was like, dude, I'm glad that they're all doing the Blazing Wings Challenge. <laughs> and first drive of the game, Robert Tunyon, passing touchdown. Rogers just only touchdown in the game, too. I so also I also like with the Packers that whenever they – it feels to me whenever someone is in a situation where they should have scored a touchdown, they like get tackled at the one-yard line. feels like the very next play, the Packers run a play for that person to get them a touchdown. Which I respect. Yeah. Very much so. Um, but, yeah, I mean – we won, but I wasn't happy with that game. First half was amazing. Second half, I was, I was pretty frustrated. So. Yeah. Still one seed, though. Yeah, still, still one number, seed, baby. Still number one seed. Still one seed. Especially, and you guys kind of locked it up. Yeah, because the Saints lost, so yeah. that just helped us even more. All right. But, uh, next game was the Buccaneers-Falcons game <laughs> on Sunday. Poor, poor, poor Matt Ryan. He just, he just gets a lead against Tom Brady and then says... Hey, hey, bud, you know what would look good on your resume? Another comeback win versus this guy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. And you know what? That would have been really interesting to see the Bucks lose. That would have brought them to 
seven and six or eight and six? Eight and six. Eight and six. Either way, eight and six. That's getting pretty hairy scary down there at the seventh spot. Because you got the Falcons there at eight and six as well. Yeah. And no. Or the the Cardinals. I'm yeah. sorry, so many fucking bird teams. Yeah. yeah. Um but that that would get really interesting there at the end here, um, especially with uh, we'll go more into it, but the, with the Rams losing, and if they have a big game next week, and they, if the Rams lose next week, which they probably should lose, it'll get really interesting down there at the seventh seed. So, um, but regardless, Tom Brady prevailed, um, even without Beast. yeah Ronald Jones. I mean, I mean, but he's got so many weapons on that team, and it's surprising too many weapons. Yeah, he's got way too many weapons to be eight and six or. What nine is it? Five. Nine and five. Way too many weapons to be nine and five. Yeah. And their defense is not a bad defense. And they had to make a huge comeback with all those weapons. And they were able to. But when you watch the plays that these guys can make, where he can, you can just send Antonio Brown because he, regardless of all the off-the-field drama, he's still, talent-wise, it doesn't go away. He's yeah. still one of the best receivers in the league. And you can use him on deep routes. It's how they won the game. You have Mike Evans who can get you jump balls. You have Chris Godwin who is just a reliable receiver. He's mm-hmm. fantastic, but you don't. I don't expect him to drop a ball anytime it comes his way. Right. You have solid tight ends. You got a great running game. There's, yeah, there's no reason why they should be down by that many points in any game, especially to the Falcons. That should have been a back and forth shootout the entire game, yeah. not the Bucks having to come back. Right. And they shouldn't be nine and five. No, I I, I completely agree. Yeah. Yep. Next game: Niners Cowboys. Hey. Go Cowboys. Good for the Cowboys. Good for CeeDee Lamb returning an onside kick yeah. for the touchdown. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, right on. Good for the Cowboys. Uh, just makes the Niners look even worse that you lost to the Cowboys. Um, that NFC uh, East division is now even more wide open. Again, it's it's just ridiculous. Uh, one of these teams is going to go 7-9 and nine and be in the playoffs. Easily. Easily. 7-9 and nine is a stretch, too. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I can see, I can see the, the winner of that division having six wins, six and ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it'll probably get down to week seventeen. I don't know the matchups or anything like that because I don't like any of those teams. But it, I'm sure it's going to be a matchup in week seventeen where the winner gets in. And you know what? That'll be a fun night if they flex it to prime time. Oh yeah, because I mean it's going to be two dog shit teams playing against each other for for the division. <laughs> Perfect. Next game: Lions Titans. I mean, Titans just yeah, nothing, ten, ten, nothing, yeah, dude, ten nothing to talk about that game. Was... Wait, wait, do we all take the Niners on the Cowboys game? Uh, yeah. Yes, we all took oh, the Niners. I took the Cowboys. No, yeah. we all took. The I Niners. thought I took the Cowboys too. Yeah, and we all took the Titans, obviously. Next game, Texans Colts. Come Timmy on, tried to get one. I was so close. You fumble it on a game winning or game tying drive to take it to OT, and you fumble it at the one yard line. Oh my god! Texans just find ways to lose to the Colts. Yeah, I mean, and they were down early, and the Texans started just kind of roaring back, and it was 20-20, to and then the Colts marched down and scored, and then I was like, all right, it's over. But then, sure as shit, Deshaun Watson, he could move the football, and he was moving it, and... Man, imagine what the Texans would look like if they had a star wide receiver. Oh, my goodness, <laughs> right? That'd be crazy. Or if they had two again, because, like, you know, Will Fuller is not a bad receiver. He got hurt. No, yeah. But if you, imagine if they still had D-Hop. Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks, that that that's a really good trio. Well, see, but they got better. No, no, you know, like it's they're better now because they have David Johnson. <laughs> so, I mean, right play. Yeah, David <laughs> Johnson over D Hop every day. Yeah, every day. Every yeah. day. 
All right, next game, uh, Patriots Dolphins. I tried again, and you know Cam Newton <laughs> yeah. just sucks. He is. We said it last week. Unbelievably washed. Um, only reason why I want to even talk about this one is because now the Patriots are eliminated. Yeah, and yeah, that's, that's and like made a lot of people happy. Years. Yeah, because a lot of people hate the Patriots. Uh, right on. Yeah, Dolphins <laughs> only ran the football. Tua did not look good either. Nope, Tua did not look good. All right, Bears Vikings. All took the Vikings. All took the Vikings, and Mitchell Trubisky just, I don't know, sometimes he has games where he just looks like a really good quarterback. Yeah, no, he he's like the most inconsistent quarterback, although he does have a better winning percentage than Deshaun Watson, so, you know, that's True. important. That is weird. It, it's very weird. Every time I've seen that, that is stat, a weird stat. I've seen that stat for like the last couple of weeks, and it just blows my mind every time. Well, because the Bears, I mean, they always finish off like 8-8, eight and eight, you yeah. know, 7-9. You know they don't do awful. Texans right now are four and ten. I don't know what they were last year, but I don't think it was better positive. than four and ten. They yeah. made the playoffs. Was it positive? Yeah, yeah, but was it like? Yeah, they were like ten and six. Were they really? Yeah, Texans yeah. were good last year. Well, not this year. <laughs> <laughs> no, they look like dog shit. And I, I kind of like the Texans too, but you know. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we have anything else in that game. Next game: Seahawks football team. Hey, football team almost came back. Almost came back. Almost, it was closer dude. than we thought it was going to be, I think. I thought it was going to be a decent game, but... I didn't know Alex Smith was going to be injured, yeah. but... Yeah. Um, What's his bucket? Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, Dwayne Haskins. Sorry, he's a nobody now. But yeah, he, you know what? He, he played pretty good. He did. He threw the ball 55 times. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know why they put him in and said, let's throw the ball 55 times, <laughs> but they did. Even though they have, like, you know, a pretty decent run game. How many picks did he have? Uh, I don't see any. Yeah. 38 for 55. 38 completions for 295 yards. Hey, just dunking and dinking yeah. for three yards of completion. Yeah, and one, and one <laughs> touchdown. And you know what? Moving the ball. It was a low-scoring affair. Clock was getting wasted off the clock, and they had a chance. And they, they made the push in the fourth quarter to come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then last drive of the game when they were trying to make that comeback, I think he took three sacks in a row. So... Yeah, it was something like that, and yeah, it, was, it was like fourth and like thirty or something. Yeah, like that. He, he just kept taking sacks every time he dropped <laughs> back. There was one where Carlos Dunlap, which might be the best move the Seahawks have made in a while, is trading for Carlos Dunlap. He just bull rushed <laughs> the le- the right tackle, put him right on his back, and then ran straight into Dwayne Haskins. And I think the the right tackle they had in was hurt. But they had the backup in, and he was doing shit. And so they were like, fuck it. Throw the, the hurt guy out there. Let's see how he does. And then he just got bull rushed onto his ass. And it was like, probably not the right move. <laughs> uh, yeah, right on. Uh, Seahawks take over first place again. Um, they got a big matchup next week against the Rams, which will ultimately decide the division. Um, so that's a really good game yep. to watch out for next week. Yep. And then uh, Ravens-Jags, nothing to talk about there. Yep. 40-14, we all took the Ravens. Shut uh, Next game, Jets-Rams. Well, uh, good on the Jets. They got a win. Well, is it good on them? They lost the first pick. Pretty, yeah, they pretty much solidified their yeah. loss. If the Jags don't win another game for the rest of the season, which is two more games, yeah, um, Jags get the number one pick. Which, I'm pretty sick, because I would way rather see Trevor Lawrence go to the Jaguars than go to the Jets. I think Trevor Lawrence is choosing to stay. But, if, he, if I was him... And I was like, on the fence about it. I'd be like, hey, the Jags have actually good wide receivers. Yep. That's what I'm saying. And a good running game. Yeah. But I love Gardner Minshew, dude. 
I know he, I know he's not the answer yeah. in Jacksonville, yeah, man. I know he's not the answer. But come on, Gardner. Hey, you know what? Fine. Gardner, come back up Jared Goff, because God knows Jared Goff's a fucking terrible quarterback. Once again, we see that Jared Goff cannot play under pressure at all. Just just did what the Dolphins did, and we're like, okay, the only way to beat the Rams is just to run at Jared Goff. We're going to send five to six guys every single time, and Jared Goff played like ass. Um, our offensive line also played like ass. I mean, there was a couple plays where Jared Goff got blown up before he could even get into his full drop back. Um, so just kind of a rough day. Cam, or Cam Akers went out for like a quarter, um, but he had 15 carries for 63 yards, so he was averaging four on the ground and, and playing pretty good. So, And then once he went out, we just started trying to pass the ball, and it just didn't work. Fourth quarter, we had a chance to come back and win. We had a fourth down, and it was like 23-17 in, inside the 30. I just kind of wish we would have went for that instead of going for a field goal and then trying to stop the Jets. Because um, either way, we're going to have to come, you know, go back down the field. So might as well just try to go for the win. And if they don't get the, you know, fourth down, then you have plenty of time on the clock to stop them again because you had three timeouts. But didn't work out for us. That's always Whatever. been my mind mentality, too, is if you're down by 10 and you have to get that onside or whatever, just go for the touchdown first. Well, we were only down 23-17, and that's what pissed me off. Was It was fourth down and, like, four, and we elected to kick the field goal. I was like, why don't you just go for it, and if you don't get it, then you know exactly where you are. It's not like you're at, like, the 50. You know, we were inside the 30, you know, because yeah. it ended up being, like, a 42-yard field goal. Just, I don't know, just didn't make any sense to me. Um, I was a very sad boy, and I got obliterated and then went and sat in my shower and listening to um, screamo music for like 30 <laughs> minutes before Jesse had to come get me and say, no, come on, let's go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we all took the Rams, rightfully so. Nobody took the Jets in their right mind because the Rams were 17-point favorites. I don't even think Jets fans thought they were going to win that game. Uh, against the number one defense. Going into that game, the Rams had the number one defense. So that was that was my question because I told you earlier I didn't watch the game. I just kind of looked at the stats and the highlights after, and that was my thing. Was like, where was the defense? That was like the biggest thing I noticed because Darnold went twenty two for thirty one, Goff went twenty two for thirty four, only two yards difference. And they both had touchdowns. Goff had one interception, but then same thing. Gore and Acres had about the same amount of rushing yards. So I was like, offense. Well, Gore only averaged two yards on the ground. Well, no, no, no. he had way more attempts. <laughs> but I'm saying that, like, rushing wise, like it seemed offense seemed pretty even. So that, nah, that, it just, yeah, just what, it no, just, so we got all those uh, Jared Goff stats in the fourth quarter because we were down twenty three to ten in the fourth quarter. We go down there, get a touchdown. It was twenty three seventeen, and then we tried to go down again, kicked a field goal, and then we never got the ball back. Yeah. Okay. So. Regardless, I I think the defense played all right. I mean, twenty points isn't that much, you know. And the Jets did have scored over twenty this season. Their just defense has not looked that good. Um, I guess, and that's what I'm saying. It's just Jared Goff. He's way too inconsistent. Okay. Regardless. All right. Next game was a fantastic game. Oh yeah. Where you guys both got one on me. Took a chance. Eagles Cardinals. Which. I'm not one to, like, talk shit because, for me, I feel like it's always karma and it comes back to bite me in the ass. Because I almost texted you right off the bat with, like, the safety and then the touchdown. And I was like, ooh, this ain't looking good for the Eagles. And then I was like, nah, nah, I won't do it. And the Eagles are coming back. And I was like, yeah, I'm glad I didn't do it because 
That was a close-ass game. That was a good game. Yeah, it was yeah. a very good game. D-Hop, finally a huge stat line. Nine good. catches, 162 yards, and a touchdown. He, he's, he, uh, he is the best wide receiver in the league. Yeah. Just un, no doubt about it. Dude. Yeah. He's unbelievable. That one-handed catch, I don't know if you guys saw when he's falling through and like... No, there was oh. another game on that I was yelling at. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, his, his touchdown, <laughs> yeah. his touchdown grab, and Larry Fitzgerald's touchdown grab were both Fitzy. phenomenal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyler Murray in getting drafted number one there. The the Cardinals falling to number one that year to get Kyler and getting Cliff Kingsbury. Mm-hmm. That was so lucky for them because they got a coach who got the quarterback that he's been hard for since high school, mm-hmm. and they had another weapon for him. And he utilizes it to perfection. He has consistent receivers that just make plays that he needs them to make. Yeah, next season the Cardinals are going to be really good again. Uh, the Cardinals are a team to watch out for. That entire NFC West division is just a so scary good. place to be. Yeah, with the Niners healthy next year? The yeah, Niners are going to be healthy next Jesus season. Christ. Uh, you have the Rams who, I don't know, you know, the Rams did go to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff. So I don't know, I don't know what's going on this season with Jared Goff, but he looks like... He has Poopy. really good games and he has really bad games. Yeah, but when he looks really bad, or when his bad games, he looks like a bottom five quarterback. When he has really good games, he looks like a top fifteen quarterback. You know, but That's when fair. he looks really bad, I mean, it's it's like Sam Darnold bad. <laughs> okay. Um, regardless, though, yeah, Kyler Murray, um, huge game. They needed that one. I mean, both teams needed that one, but I think the Cardinals needed it a little bit more to solidify their playoff spot. Um, but yeah, and you know what? Next year, if they do seven teams again in the playoffs, it could be the entire NFC West. Yeah, just yeah, the entire NFC West, and then the three other division winners. Yeah, that would be radical. <laughs> that would be wild. <laughs> also, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts didn't, looked good again. Didn't have an amazing game. But you know what? Did enough. But he did not have a bad game. He did not. He started off a little shaky. I think that that play at the very in their last drive, or their second to last, I don't know, it was their last drive, where he tried to roll out and he got hit from behind and fumbled the football and it just rolled and he picked it up and within a second found a tight end on the sideline to catch it and get out of bounds. Fucking ridiculous play. Yeah. He made he made I think they're running a nice system for him. Again, they're Running quarterback designed runs, they're giving him safe throws. He they running they're running plays where he gets a lot of open wide receivers. They're able to run the football. I think it's just a nice fit. The team feels like it plays better with him at quarterback, right? Than with Carson Wentz in. Yeah. When you guys heard about Carson Wentz saying, "I don't want to stay here." Yeah, if, if yeah. Hurts, if, if Hurts is like, if you guys are thinking about starting him, I don't want to be here. Then yeah, which I mean, by Carson Wentz because yeah. I'd, ra- I'd rather have Jalen Hurts, who's looked way better than Carson Wentz has in these two games, even though they lost one. I'd absolutely rather have him and say, let's roll the dice, because we know Carson Wentz isn't the guy. Mm. So not why, anymore. He was, yeah. he was his rookie season. Yeah, so why would we stick with a guy yeah. who we don't, who is not the guy anymore when we have a young guy that we drafted early that we think could has potential to be a really good quarterback? Yeah, right. and he's been both injury-prone, and he has not been anything like he was the first season. Like, he's... He looked amazing his rookie season. Once he tore his ACL, he was fucked he, after he, that. He was a bust. Yeah. Like, he's a bust. He's not good. So yeah, like and I mean, especially as a head coach too, if I have a quarterback, it's not even playing good. Make a threat like that and be like, "You're yeah, fucking out yeah, of here, yeah, buddy. You're, you're gone." Yeah, especially, especially with how much gone. quarterbacks get paid. Yeah, if yeah. I can have a quarterback on a rookie contract in what was he a third and round build pick? around him real quick. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather mm-hmm. do that than continue to pay Carson Wentz. Yeah, I'm like, all right, bud. Hit the 
Get out of here. Absolutely. Last uh, afternoon game, Chiefs Saints. Another, another very good game. game. Yeah, another great game. Uh, Saints didn't have Michael Thomas, which, yeah. you know what's funny? Every time Drew Brees is in, Michael Thomas is out. Every mm-hmm. time Drew Brees is out, Michael Thomas is in. Could be, you know, Michael Thomas is like, I don't want to fucking play for that guy because he made some fucked up comments during that <laughs> Black Lives Matter shit. Um, I don't think they were fucked up. Like, I mean, Drew Brees was just saying, like, hey, you know what? I stand for my flag. It's my country, you know. But regardless, I just think it's kind of funny that every time Drew Brees is in, well, yeah, Mike Thomas is out. The next day, you know, he apologized and was like, that's not what I meant. Mike, I want you right. to educate me. All that, but... Michael Thomas was like, the one guy knows, was pissed. Yeah. yeah, everyone knows that was to keep his starting job as a quarterback in the NFL. No, regardless, he the was apologies. always going to keep his starting quarterback job because him and um, Sean Payton, they, I think they like, I think they, <laughs> they put each other's penises inside yeah. Docking. Yeah. Docking, that's what yeah. it's called. I yeah. think, I think Drew Brees has, you know, decent sized dong for like a 5'11", five, 5'10 five, guy, but I think Sean Payton has like one of those like really little skinny pencil dicks, so he likes to slide it into Drew Brees' urethra. It's great. Enough. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that, yeah. Yeah. Because Sean Payton does not look like a guy who's hung. No. And he doesn't look like a guy with an average penis either. No. No, no, no. no. no he's got a little one. Yeah. It's, it's either long and skinny, like you said, or it's just and you know a Drew little Brees, tiny three inch And you know chin. Drew Brees fucks. No one knows that Sean Payton fucks, because Sean Payton doesn't fuck. He fucks Drew Brees' urethra. Yeah, just look at Drew Brees, dude. <laughs> yeah. Anywhere in the South, he's banging. <laughs> yeah. But then once he starts branching out, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, I mean, that's funny, dude, because... I don't know. I feel like, you know, like jokingly, yeah, you say that, Michael Thomas being out. It, but that's what I'm saying. Time, it's yeah. a little interesting, man. I don't know. I don't know. See, but I, w- I would wonder if Michael Thomas would just ask for a trade then instead of not playing. You know? Uh, so I don't necessarily think he's just like not playing. But, but he could not be 100% and just be like, I'm not feeling honest. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, well, it doesn't matter if you apologize or not. Like, you I, said stuff, and there's going to be a lot of people that don't forget And that, that hurt me. Yeah, you know I, I mean? thought you said some fucked up shit. Yeah, that maybe you know I understand that you took it back and you told and you asked us to educate you, but still, dude, like you should have asked us to educate you before you went on. When so- I said that, yeah, yeah, I thought they put Michael Thomas on IR for the rest of the regular season with his ankle. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Yeah, for three reasons back. Yeah, his, <laughs> his emotional ankle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, overall, just. I mean, great game. I honestly don't have too many notes on it. But yeah, it was Travis just... Kelsey, Tyreek Hill both played great. My only note was that Alvin Kamara got me a nice little tutty uh, towards the end there on a they, they when they forced the fumble on Mahomes and then uh, they utilized they finally actually utilized Kamara little push pass so we got a point for the for the uh, reception and then a nice little fourteen yard score. I really needed him to score a touchdown for me, and that did it, and I was very pleased. Because nice. uh, Taysom Hill takes a lot of touchdowns away from him. Right on. All right, last game of Sunday night was the Browns-Giants. Don't have anything to say about it. The Browns looked like shit, too. They only scored 20 points. Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah, it, it was not an entertaining game. Nothing ridiculous happened. It was about what everyone saw playing out. So. Yeah. Colt McCoy looked Just... like an all-right backup quarterback. Threw for over 200 yards, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Can, I, can I just hit you guys with a little uh, update real quick? Yeah. yeah. yeah um, Big Ben's got minus 1.6 points right now. Nice. And we're halfway through the second quarter. Yeah, well, let's get into that. What is TJ Watt? Uh, he's got plus 9. Okay, yeah, no. So we'll go into we'll go into fantasy real quick before we pick our next games. Okay. All right, we'll go fantasy, and then we'll talk about uh, next week's picks. And, well, Logan will give us a breakdown on who's winning and 
our standings now. But you guys take the floor because um, I'm not no longer in it. I'm playing for fifth place in my league, and I'm probably going to lose. So it doesn't really matter to me. So you guys take the floor. I'll start. I'll start. You start. All right. So I got pretty lucky, I feel like, because Kyle and I got some pretty tough matchups. One, two in your league this year were ridiculous. I felt like... Oh, in my league? Or in your league, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, you're like yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. dead last. Yeah, I don't pay attention. To that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, one, two in Tim's league, ridiculous. I feel like someone gets 200 points every week. I am lucky if I get 150, I feel like. So I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of like hoping the other team has guys that underperform more right. than my guys overperform. And I got pretty lucky with that. Uh, other than him having Ryan Tannehill, which did not help me. Uh, I was a little, I was a little stressed because I benched Herbert for Tom Brady, and Brady looked shit in the first half. Yeah. Yes. And then made a nice little comeback. He got me a couple extra points. Tyreek did what Tyreek does. Mike Evans had a great game. Wish that he got tackled at the one on one of his deep catches, no. and I was like, that would have sealed it for me because that would have been an extra fourteen points. Uh, Kamara had a game he should have had. Jonathan Taylor had a nice game. Ayuk uh, did his thing. Otherwise, right now, I came into Monday night needing 10 points. That's so all I need is 10 points combined from Eric Ebron and the Steelers' defense. I'm currently sitting at 6 solely from the Steelers' defense because Eric Ebron has no catches. But long game, still the entire second half to play, although the Bengals are currently winning uh, 16, 17 to nothing. Yeah, they, they, they just yeah, scored. They just scored. So it is 17 nothing Cincinnati. So, Kyle, uh, I don't care about the outcome because we all pick the Steelers. Yeah. So I don't give a fuck who wins. But it looks like Steelers, you guys might play for third Ste- place. Steelers playing from behind. I hope they're going to throw the ball a lot. Yeah, they yes. are. They're going to throw the ball a lot. That's the plus side. That is the plus side. If they're throwing the ball a lot, hopefully Eric Ebron, or just throwing the ball a lot in general, I'll take it. Hopefully the Steelers' defense, for me, can get a couple more sacks, maybe force a turnover. If I'm real lucky, they get a a touchdown. Yeah, hey, it's all prayers, I think but... 30 games now in a row with at least one plus sack. They already so, have a sack tonight. Look at that. Yeah, so they're, yeah. And, and you need more. I don't know what's happening with the Steelers these last couple weeks are falling apart. They're uh, absolutely falling apart because they can't run the ball. The yeah, teams know so, that, so they're right. They're I don't right. know if you guys remember saying, like, it was like week eight when I was like, hey, do you guys think they're eight? No. Because they're really, really good or just because they played trash. I was convinced that defense was really good, but now. Not and that's so what I'm much. saying, dude. That's what I was saying back then. Was they're going to get rinsed by the Chiefs? They're, oh, they. I, I think they get knocked out first week of the playoffs. Well, they like, have depending to... on who they play. Oh, yeah, Cause, yeah. Because Chiefs are going to have to buy. Chiefs are going to have to buy. Well, no, because they'll probably play the fucking NFC East winner, and I don't think they play the Redskins again. <laughs> well, they're no, in the AFC. Yeah, so. yeah, AFC. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. All right, Kyle, give us your breakdown. Okay. Um. So I was down um, about thirty points in my my first league. Um, he was projected to do about 175. I was projected to do like 150. So it was not looking pretty. And then, uh, Kyler Murray put up 42 and DeAndre Hopkins put up 34. Um, so now I'm sitting comfortably 191 over 176. So I'm going to win that one for sure. Um, in your league, um, it was hard because I was going up against Kyler Murray and in your league, uh, he put up 64 points. (laughs) Um, I also needed Nick Chubb to not have an amazing day. And he settled at just point two less than what he was supposed to, which I will fucking take. Yeah. Because Chubb can go off. Um, but then uh, uh, Logan Thomas from the fucking oh, Redskins boy. went off for 24 points against Career me. Career day, 13 and, catches. And Greg DeLeg put up 13 against me as well. But 
Baltimore's D for me put up 15. Godwin got a tutty. Andrews got a tutty. Um, Dalvin Cook went off. DeAndre Hopkins went off. So luckily I he had Kyler, but I had DeAndre. So, I mean, I, I made up some ground there. But I'm currently down by uh, 20 points because Ben Roethlisberger just went down another minus one point. So Take another sack I, I don't or know something? if he just got sacked. Yeah, it must or, be. Um, no, no, no. It was a fumble loss. Um, or interception, whichever one was first. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, that's probably how the Bengals scored. Yeah, that's yeah, that's my guess. Um, so, uh, yeah. So right now I'm down by 21. And I just need Big Ben to literally score 21 plus points. Um, or else I'm going to lose. But like Logan just said, he's going to be passing a lot. So I'm hoping that comes back. And in my league, um, I'm up by 37 points. He only has Deontay Johnson and Pittsburgh's D. Pittsburgh's D isn't going to get a bunch of points unless they get pick sixes. Deontay Johnson, if he, even, you know, even if he goes off, and I'm, I'm sitting pretty in that one, which that's honestly my most important league because that's my big payout. Mm-hmm. It's like 450 bucks for first, so I'm really pulling through to that one. So I think I got that one. So I was three. I might be only going on with two, depending on how Big Ben goes. But yeah, you've had a great fantasy year though, so yeah. Far. No, hey, I'm, I'm I'm stoked with it. I'm stoked with it. So all right, yeah, Logan, let's break down some picks. Let's go through some standings. All right, so games. through last week, Kyle top dog twelve and four. It's a good week. I finished eleven and five. Oh, this is as of right now. I'm sorry. So that's actually twelve and three as of right now. But the Steelers probably making it twelve and four. Uh, I am eleven and four, probably about to be eleven and five, and then Timmy nine and seven or nine and six before the Monday night game. All uh, right, so I'm sitting in the cellar. So that puts us. You, so it's funny because I was listening to the podcast like just the other night, right, going over our picks again, and quote unquote, you went, "Oh, I'm going to go down into the cellar this week." So the fact that you just said that word for word is perfect. Yeah, and then overall standings, Kyle and I are tied. At 109 and 65 currently, and Timmy two back. So not too bad. Only two back at 107 and 67. All right, let's go. All right, let's break it down for next week. All right, next week, opening game is on Christmas, which fuck you, NFL, for doing that to the Vikings and the Saints. There's no need to have them play on Christmas on a Friday. Yeah. Uh, Viking Saints. I don't know. I kind of like it, though. I like it, but like for the players, you didn't need to do that to them, make yeah. them play on Christmas Day. Um, okay, starting where? Uh, I don't fucking I'll go first. Okay. It doesn't fucking matter. Viking Saints. I'm going to go Saints. I'm going Saints. I am also going Saints. Next game, starting off on Saturday. We have a lot. Of, we have a bunch of games on Saturday. Bucks, Lions. Me? Mm-hmm. Bucks. Bucks. I will go Bucks as well. Cool. All right, next game, Niners, Cardinals. No, I'm going Cardinals. I'm also going to go with Cardinals. I'm going to go Cardinals. All right, still on me. Raiders, Dolphins. Yep. I'm going Raiders, dude. I don't think I don't think Derek Carr's going to be ready. I think it's going to be Mariota. And I think him starting off, I think it might be nice. I think the, Dol- the Raiders still close out how they did last year, and they still look like shit. I'm going to take the Dolphins. <laughs> I'm going to take the Raiders. Okay. In Vegas, baby. In Vegas, baby. All right, next game, Broncos, Chargers. Can't pick against my boys. I think we get redemption from the last game. Take the Chargers. I will take the Chargers as well. Wait, Broncos, you just jumped to a Sunday afternoon game. Ah, oh, fuck, sorry. Sorry. My, you, you're gonna, we'll pick it, it. It's my team. No, no, so you, they, no yeah, 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 I'm going Chargers. Okay. I'm going Chargers. Uh, 
Falcons Chiefs. Sorry, I was like, what? Yeah, no, sorry. It, it fucked it up because it's uh, ESPN, so it's like my team, so it puts it first. Oh, okay. All right, uh, Falcons Chiefs. Uh, I don't know who it is, but I think we're all going Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We are Chiefs. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, you again. Yeah, and you again for the Browns and the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the Browns. I want to take the fucking Jets, though. Uh, I'm also going to take the Browns. Yeah, I'm taking the Browns. Yeah, that, I think that's that's pretty easy for us. Colts, Steelers. Me? Yeah. I'm riding the Colts, man. I don't trust the Steelers after the last couple weeks. I think the Colts' defense is good enough. The, the Steelers can't run the football. That's been proven. I think they'll get a, a nice pass rush. I think it's going to be a low-scoring, really shitty game. But I'm going to take the Colts. Uh, I'm taking Colts as well. Uh, I think the way Hines and then Jonathan Taylor have been playing lately. I'm going to take the Steelers. All right. Uh, Panthers football team. Give me the football team, man. I also want the football team. Yep. Cool. Uh, Bears, Jags. I think this is a very easy pick because I don't think the Jags want anything to do with winning a game. Yep. After they secured the first pick, I don't think think they're doing Mm -mm. it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no Bears. Yeah, Yeah. no Bears. Cool. Uh, They're still alive in the playoff line, too. Yeah. Somehow. Giants-Ravens. <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to be Ravens. I'm also going to take the Ravens. I'm also taking the Ravens. Yeah. <laughs> yep, Bengals-Texans. Texans. I'm also going to take the Texans. How much? The Texans. I don't know. The winners are playing the Steelers right now. Uh, yeah, give me, the, give me the Texans. Perfect. Uh, Eagles-Cowboys. I'm going to take... Ooh, fuck me. That is, god damn it. Yeah. Easy? Easy. Baby. I'm going to take Eagles, because I like Jalen Hurts a lot. Fuck around, give me the Cowboys. Cool. Yeah, I'm going Eagles. Perfect, perfect. And then Rams, Hawks. Give me my Rams. I'm also going to take the Rams. I'm going Rams, dude. Fuck you, <laughs> Fuck you, dude. We're going to fucking lose now. Seahawks been playing like shit. Yeah, you took the Rams last week, too, didn't you, you fucking cocksucker? <laughs> you fucking cocksucker. And guess who we lost to? The goddamn fucking Jets. God damn it. Yeah, I took them against the Patriots. Fuck you. I don't care, dude. <laughs> All right. The <laughs> Sunday night game is Titans-Packers. Oh. This is a tough one. For yeah, me give guys. me the fucking Packers. Hey, fuck you, dude. No, dude. I No, Packers. Yeah. I'm also going to take the Packers. And then Monday night game, Bills Patriots. You the Bills? I'm also gonna take the Bills. Yeah, Bills. Perfect. Well, All right, so not too many different this week. Yeah, like two or three different. So. All right, cool. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about college football real quick. Uh, college football playoff rankings were released. We all guessed it right. With a, we got Bama at one, Clemson at two, Ohio State at three, Notre Dame at four. Um, do you, I mean, I, obviously we all agree that Ohio State and Notre Dame should be 3-4, um, but with the way Ohio State could not pass the ball against Northwestern, yeah. I mean, we'll go into it with my boomer bust, because yeah, one of my same. booms is Trey Sermon, but Jesus, yeah, that, Justin that, Fields mm-hmm. looked terrible. The game was not pretty. Didn't have, didn't have Chris Olave, I'm not sure if he's going to be back. For the game versus Clemson. With COVID testing, he should be, because yeah. that game's later. Yeah. So he should be back. Yeah, it's not for like two weeks. I think, I think the Big Ten changed their rules 
like yesterday to where instead of it being three weeks, it's only 17 days, which is probably like one day before the yeah. basketball. We, yeah. we need Chris Olave <laughs> yeah. back. So, yeah. um, is he a senior? I have no idea. I don't know. Did you you guys see the college football playoff rankings versus the AP top 25 rankings? Yeah, the AP's stupid, though. Yeah, but what was the AP? I actually liked the APs more than the college football rankings for a lot of the teams. Like, so so it had 8-3 Florida still above Cincinnati on on the regular ones. AP had Cincinnati above Florida. Yeah, that was my biggest, I think that was our biggest gripe, is that Cincinnati dropped without playing... And Florida only dropped one game after losing to an unranked LSU team. Yep. Yeah. And it's just, who then the following week struggled mightily in, against who was it, Mississippi State, I think, or Mississippi, one of those two. Yeah, one of those two. Yeah. And, and they didn't look great. They, they pulled it out at the end. The spread with that game was like almost a pick, I think. I think it was, I think, honestly, I think it was only LSU minus one and a half. Yeah, and, and for LSU to come out with, a, with barely winning that game when... Florida and Florida just lost to LSU. It doesn't help them at all. It, maybe you could have made an argument for Florida if LSU then looked dominant the following week and said, "Hey, maybe yeah. LSU's back with a new quarterback and they have a, a great team now." But after that performance, you have to look at Florida, and they were looking ahead to Alabama, and so that's why they didn't play as well because they did play up to Alabama. Uh, but I, I just it, I still can't justify them only dropping one spot yeah. in those rankings. Yeah. Um. But whether it's the college playoff rankings or the AP. Oregon, baby. Back in the top 25. <laughs> 25th, baby. We made it up there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Huge Pac-12 game. We, the defense, that defense looks fucking great. Well, once. Hey, when it matters, it Hey, matters. when it matters. They got, yeah. they got a pick on the first drive on the well, first play of the game. I was, I know because I was, uh, I was driving because Brittany and I went, tried to go see Kyle uh, while he was serving to watch the game. Uh, did not realize everywhere needed a reservation. Yeah, I forgot about that. I don't go out very much, so <laughs> he texted me and was like, "Blame you." I like, no, I do. <laughs> we needed reservations. So you need those everywhere. Yeah. yeah, I've been to one place that needed a reservation, and we called and they like, "Yeah, you can sit right now." And I was like, "Cool." Yeah, most places will do that. Yeah, but you need to call Ca- and check. Called called B-dubs and they were like, "Ah, about an hour from now." And I was like, uh, "I'm gonna go home. Never mind." I was like, "Thanks, no thanks." Went home, watched the rest of the game on the drive home though. It's like a 15-minute drive back to my apartment. Had Brittany just giving me play-by-play. Because <laughs> I was sitting there, I was sitting there and, and I was like, what's the score? And she was like, 7 nothing, like a minute and a half into the game. And I was like, fuck, man. You gave up a touchdown that fast? And she, I, was like, I was like, USC? And she goes, yeah. And I was like, all right, what happened? And then she was like, all right, so it just says um, A. Brown throw <laughs> to Jalen Red for one-yard touchdown. And I was like, that's us. Pause. No, <laughs> USC's not winning this game. <laughs> but she, she I, I love her to death. She gave me every play-by-play on the way home. Uh, I'm going to marry her because she is the best. But give me play-by-play the whole way, and then got home, watched the rest of the game. Fucking fantastic. Defense looked great. Kayvon Thibodeau, MVP of the game. Had a phenomenal game. Fuck yeah. Uh, offense looked okay. Tyler Shuck still sucks. Yep. Uh, but we were able to run the ball decently. Really just that defense. Yeah, Tyler sucks. Sucks. Yeah. Really bad. Yeah, I can't wait till we have a rookie or a freshman next he year. Is not good. I mean, other than that, I mean, college football is, is what it is now. Uh, we have we have the four teams, which pretty much everyone thought it would be. Jimbo Fisher said that if you were going to include the four best teams, then Texas A&M should be included. I don't think that's, He's dead fucking yeah. wrong. Um, which he has to say that because yeah, 
Like, oh, you beat Tennessee the last game of the season. Yeah. Chill the fuck out, dude. Yeah, it wasn't a pretty, it wasn't a, like a dominating win. Yeah, you know, the score looked dominant, but it wasn't that dominant. It wasn't. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I mean, my my only other biggest, like, Big 12 game was good. That was pretty good. Oklahoma yeah. stormed out to an early lead. Iowa State and came, Iowa State back. came but right that, back. But that's kind of like a Big 12 game. Yeah, it, it was overall good game, great end to the game. The uh, let's see, the ACC game was what we, I think everyone. Well, I think we thought it was going to be closer than yeah. it was. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, we because we all said last week the spread was ten and a half, and we were like, man, that's that's a big spread. Yeah, it was that. one where I, I I said I could see either one happening where Clemson leads one touchdown drive to cover, or they yeah. just run the clock out. Uh, but they dominated. They just had their way with them. Yeah, and early on, first couple drives, it looked like Notre Dame was going to make it a game. Yeah. They they were playing good defense. They were running all over Clemson. And then Trevor Lawrence just hits Amari Rodgers for a 67-yard touchdown pass. Really? And that was such a beautiful pass, too. And it almost looked like it was like a fingertip catch. But Rodgers, no. When they replayed it, it was just so perfect. He just had yeah. his arms out. It wasn't even like he was extended. He was just yeah, like it, this. It was, it was, his arms were out all the way, but he wasn't like leaning. Yeah, it was, just like, it was as perfect it. of a pass as you could have thrown. It was just like, boop. Yeah, also, uh, <laughs> one, of the, one of the commentators, I don't remember who was commentating the game, but they said that Dabo Sweeney, uh, Clemson has a freshman wide receiver. His name's uh, EJ Williams. I think that's like Emmett Williams Jr. He said that, or Dabo Sweeney said that that kid is a faster version of Justin Ross. Wow, and he looked like it. He lit up Notre Dame secondary. He the, Trevor Lawrence threw a jump ball on the sideline on like a third and eight, and he just went up one hand, caught it on the sideline, tiptoed inbounds. He he looks like Justin Ross and Clemson. The rich just get richer. Yeah, fucking looks. I saw great. a comment on Facebook that said everyone keeps complaining about Texas A and M not getting into the playoffs. They should just take Alabama's starter team and play them against um, Notre Dame, and just have all the backups play Texas A and M. Let Alabama win both games, yeah. <laughs> and then just move on to the championship. Yeah, I ooh. thought that was funny because I was like, I mean, that's pretty much true, though, dude. I mean, yeah. I, I still think Bama's second strings would beat the shit out of Texas A&M. So. Probably. Uh, and then the last big game for me was that SEC game. That was a fucking great game, dude. and I think that my biggest takeaway from that game is if you don't have an explosive offense, you're not competing with Alabama. Those are their only two close games was Ole Miss, who can score like hell and doesn't play defense, and then Florida, who can also put up major points on the board. So yeah. my, my biggest thing that took away from that game was Florida's rushing game. So it sucks? Yeah, so Bama had 178 yards rushing with two DDs with Harris. Yeah, Najee, when Najee Harris had five touchdowns. <laughs> well, yeah, but Florida, their leading rusher was Jones with two carries for 24 yards. That was their backup quarterback. <laughs> I didn't even know that part. Yeah. yeah, he came in the game and ran once for like 16 yards, and they were like, that's the longest rush for Florida tonight. <laughs> yeah. And then he came in later and ran for eight yards. I was like, dude, like, every, right. everything else, I mean, passing-wise, Trask only had 10 yards less than Jones. But, I mean, two TDs difference. But, yeah, I mean, you can't let one team run 200 yards on you, and you run 24, and you're going to expect to win that game. Right. And I don't know if I, either of you watched, like, the full game. No, not the full no, game. No. I watched like half of the fourth quarter. Yeah, so I watched the full game, and it was that at the end of the first half was exactly why Florida shouldn't be in the college football playoff. One, because they lost, but also because they had the ball with a minute left, first and goal from like the two yard line, with the clock running, and with like three timeouts, and they scored on the first and goal. 
Not because Alabama let them score. They just tried to score on first and goal. Like, immediately. They didn't let the clock run down at all. <laughs> they just ran, went right for it, scored a touchdown. Gave Alabama the ball back with, like, a minute 12 left. Or, like, a minute, like, 20 left, I think. Alabama went down and scored in a minute. <laughs> like, all right, fuck you guys. Florida was in prime position to score and get the ball back to start the second half, and they fucked up with the clock management. And that's on them. Dan, Dan Mullen just didn't make the right play calls, I guess. Didn't make the right decision. Wasn't thinking. So, prop, props to Florida for making it a good game. Kadarius Tony should be probably considered as a first-round pick after that game, just with how explosive he is. Reminds me of Percy Harvin, who also played for Florida. Yeah. Explosive wide receiver who you can, you can use in multiple ways. I don't know how well he's going to do in the NFL, but he could be great. And then my other biggest thing is John Mechie. Did you see the play? No. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up the play for you. So, Mac Jones, Alabama was in the red zone. Mac Jones threw the ball across the middle to their tight end, who essentially caught it, and then the DB that was on him just ripped it out of the tight end's hands and started running the other way. And so he's running sidelines on on his left. He's running probably like just inside the hash. John Mechie is about like five yards behind him, and he's trying to avoid like Devontae Smith, who's coming up to tackle him. And John Mechie just blindsides this kid. And he fumbles, and Alabama recovers it and scores on like the next play. <laughs> and that guy, I've never seen it. I've never seen a football player rolling on the ground in agony after getting hit. He that, was he was dead. He he's still cross-eyed right now. <laughs> I, I guarantee it. <clears throat> uh, I'm an, I'm not gonna pull it up on here because my phone screen is cracked. Okay, well while he's I'll pulling that up, let's go ahead and Kyle. How about you give us your special little segment here that we we love? Are you ready? Rips it away. Okay. Oh my <laughs> god. And then he gets up, but uh, it's just a replay of, of John Mechie coming out of nowhere to lay wood. Uh, and then I, I didn't see anything from after, like any videos from after the play, but he was just trainers around him and he was just rolling <laughs> back and forth on the uh, ground. Uh, <laughs> Oh, that that is brutal right there. It it was an impressive play. Uh, yeah, that that was my biggest thing. That was my biggest play from that game, though. I mean, it was it was a fun game. Yeah, no, that was a great game. All right, guys. Uh, this week on Kyle's sports news, you didn't know you cared about um, NHL uh, because of the closure of the Canada United States border. The NHL realigned the divisions temporarily. Seven teams based in Canada will play in the North, just themselves. The other twenty-four teams based in the United States will play in the West, Central, and East. Because of that limited time to travel, each team will only play its division rivals. In the North, each team will play every other nine or ten times. So they're pretty much going to play just a cycle on loop, like a batting lineup. And they'll just keep playing those teams in a row. Um, And then uh, to qualify for the playoffs, you must finish in the top four in your division. You must qualify the first two rounds. will be within the first division again. Uh, the four teams that advance to the semifinal round will be seeded by their points total in the regular season. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much that. Um, boxing. Canelo dominates Callum Smith in the unanimous decision to unify the super middleweight titles. Um, UFC. Rose Namajunas, uh speaks out about Dana White's comments of her wanting a title fight. Um, he made a comment saying, I don't really think she wants it, about fighting Zhang for the championship. And she came out and said, uh, I don't know what that news came from. Um, I definitely want my title fight, and I think all my fans know that. Um, Dana White also released a video slamming his critics. Um, golf. Justin and Mike Thomas win the PNC Championship. Tiger and Charlie Woods 
are just as cute as a button. And then Jesse Wall and Christina Arsenal earned the top spot in North American Wife Carrying Championship in Newry, Maine. Uh, the couple took home a beer, cash prize, and earned a spot in the World Championship next summer in Finland. Uh, that's this week's for uh, Kyle Sports. You didn't know you cared about. Wife carrying championships? What yep. is that? You just carry your wife, I assume. Yep. It's pretty much like an like obstacle an course um, slash race, and you have to carry your wife. Hmm. And you sprint as fast <laughs> as you can. And you As sprint. fast as you can. Okay. But what I love about it is that people do enter in with, I mean, I'm talking buffalo-sized wives. <laughs> do you think they get uh, bonus points for that? Like, I man. hope they do. Right. Like, I you hope might like, finish fourth, but your wife weighs 200 yeah. pounds more than yeah, that. Yeah, if you're over guys, 250, so. you get a bonus minus two-minute time deduction. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, something along those lines. Absolutely. Also, uh, my comments on this hockey. So only the Canadian teams are only going to play Canadian teams till the semifinals? Yep. That'll make it really interesting because the... Big time. Yeah, USA teams have to play 23 other teams. Yeah, so, well, no, no, so they're all going to be in their divisions. So, it, it, that, that, at least that's what I took away from this, is that they're all going to be in their own divisions. See, but once again, hockey's doing it right. Yes, I agree. Hockey's completely doing it I right. It's almost like mini bubbles. And, and, and again, it's, it it's a 56-game um, schedule instead of 82. Yeah. So, it's it's virtually, I mean, you know, give or take five or ten games. It's virtually them coming back from the All-Star break, and everybody's taught. Dude, that's going to be kind of awesome, though, with those rivalry games that are just going to oh, keep happening, dude. dude. And teams are going to start getting nasty No, hey, so that's the thing, is that there's going to be... Rivalry games like nine times. Yeah, like that's what I'm about. A lot of fights, man. A lot of fights. Also, what I would look forward to is because hockey doesn't ever really play back to backs where you play the same team like twice. Things carrying over from prior games where usually you have to wait a couple weeks or a month or so from something that happened. Play them tomorrow night. Let's run it back. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like it's like you guys ever gotten off a shift at work and like you type out this fucking thing where you're just pissed off and you're like, no, you know what, no. Text them when I get home, and you get home, and you're like, "All right, it's cool. I've chilled out." Yeah, they're not gonna be able to do that. Like, they're like, "Hey, dude, you just sucker punched me in the fucking kidney yesterday. I'm coming for you." Yeah, you know, you don't have time to cool out about it. So, dude, I I think it's just gonna be super fucking fast paced and action packed, just like the playoffs were. Yeah, you know, for like the whole seating and everything. So I'm, oh my god, dude. Again, January third is when they start coming back for training camp, and I'm fucking pumped for hockey no me too i i'm actually very pumped to start watching some hockey absolutely um other than that nothing of note canelo absolutely did dominate. just dominate yeah, yeah, that dominate. guy absolutely destroyed him i mean canelo looking guy. like it was again he's a, he was a free agent you know so now he fought for dazen d-a-z-n yeah oh is yeah. that how you it yeah it's like yeah Dazone. oh see i thought it was dazen oh yeah no it, yeah it's confusing so, oh yeah so Dazone. okay well yeah so that's who he fights for now and uh yeah, so I think he has two of the four uh, middleweight world championships now. So That Dana White video gave me fucking goosebumps. Oh, yeah. If gave you guys haven't seen it yet, just, just all I did was Kyle told me to watch it. And so all I did was I typed in on Google Dana White hype video. And it was the first video that came up. You guys need to go watch it. It's, it's badass. It's just pretty much Dana White telling the media that they're idiots and they're dead wrong because UFC above and beyond succeeded through the pandemic and making UFC happen. And, and so Dana White, we appreciate you. We love you over here at Totally Talking Sports because without UFC, you know, we wouldn't have had any sports for a while there. And you did it. You did it correct, man. You did it exactly how it should have been done. And I loved it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. 
Next segment, let's go into... You guys want to do boom or bust, or you guys want to do roast? Statistically significant. Okay, let's go into that one. All right. Uh, who wants to go first? I have two. Okay. Um, all right, go, go. you start with your first one. And then... Back to you. Yeah. Back around. So my first one is uh, just a little nice treat for me. Uh, <laughs> Kentucky lost again. They are now 1-5 and five to start the year. Their worst start since 1926. 1926? Jesus Christ. Yeah, so makes me real happy to see those. Wow. That's like almost 100 years. <laughs> almost. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild, though, dude. That is wild. All right, Kyle, okay. you want to go? Yeah. Um, so the the Carr brothers, and I'll, I'll elaborate on this. So um, I wasn't even really aware of this, but uh, shout out to our boy Jacob. Uh, me and him were texting during the uh, Ch- Chargers-Raiders game, and he kind of brought it to my attention, so I looked it up. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Derek Carr is the second most losingest QB in NFL history through their first six seasons, except for his David. brother, David Carr. What a family. Um, Derek Carr's only missed two games in his six seasons. So out of that, I mean, that's what, 16 times six? And that's like um, 996, right? He has 55 losses. Jesus. Did you say 16 times six is 996? 96. 96. Oh, okay. I was doing nine, and I carried over and went 96. Obviously, I don't think it's 996. Yeah, okay. 16 times played. six, 1,000. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's giving him 55 thousand. losses in his first six seasons, Derek Carr has led a losing team five out of the six seasons. But he's five the guy. Five out of six. That's why, so touching back to that, that's what I'm saying. Dude, yeah. I don't know, man. They might dump him and go with fucking Marietta with how but he yeah. looked. Yeah. Well, if he, especially if he finishes the season, if because I don't think Derek Carr comes back because they said it was like a significant groin injury. Yeah. So if Marcus finishes the season and can get them some wins or at least look really good in those games. Derek Carr sweet little white pick offense wife pegs him. Probably. And I think I think Derek Carr makes her Hey, I told you he has sex a lot. We did yeah, he we gives did. it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I think I said he takes it to pound time. I think he I think he gets pegged and then before games he goes into the mirror and puts on his eyeliner and then says Which is my chemical romance playing yeah. in the background. Black parade before every game. And then he calls his wife and says, Win or lose, get that ten incher ready for my butt. Yeah, Dude, that's why sometimes he runs fast and sometimes he doesn't. You can tell which t- which night they brought up the six and which night they brought up the ten. Right, absolutely. It shows. Okay. Okay. All right, uh, my statistically significant stat is women's college basketball. Baylor beats oh McNeese 117-24. to 24. Yeah. McNeese had 38 t- turnovers and shot 13.5% from the field. I know it's women's college basketball. This is why no one takes women's basketball seriously. Um, doesn't matter, dude. They almost lost by a hundo. <laughs> they scored 24 points in four quarters of basketball. I don't know how that is humanly possible. I mean, Baylor was, is ranked number seven, so like obviously Baylor is very good. Yeah. But still, you didn't even get over 30. Yeah. 117. <laughs> Baylor shot 63.5% from the field. Expected against a team like McNeese, they probably don't have anyone. They probably have, it's like probably like a high school team. Because it's, it's, it's what? It's probably it's worse than a high school team. It's 24 minutes of play, right? Yeah. So they scored one point a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is horrendous. They made one three all game. They shot 1.5% from the three-point line. Bless their hearts, McNeese. Hey, you know what? Well, actually, the game's longer than 24 minutes. 
Oh, yeah. No, the quarters are like 10, like 10 minutes. minutes. It's probably 10 like 40 minutes. minutes. Like they probably scored minute. a point every other minute. Yeah. Oh, so it's not like... It's not high school. Well, no, like, because isn't college men's just two halves? Yeah, two halves of 40. Oh, it's 20? Yeah. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, so I think, I think women's college basketball is four quarters of 10 minutes. Maybe it's eight. I don't know, because I've never yeah. watched a women's college basketball game. However, it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm going to have to check out Baylor at least now. We'll at least watch one of their games. Uh, yeah, no, any, dude, any no. Of the, any of the top teams no. are going to beat the Shev. We're only going to watch McNeese games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, true. Um, but, I mean, if you're just going to bring it up anyway. I mean, Oregon's women's basketball is ranked eighth. They're all, yeah, they're, they're always good. Yeah. Or, Oregon, top 25 women's college basketball, men's college basketball, NFL, or uh, college football. They usually like rank top twenty five. I, I think it's because I heard that they just recruit a bunch of like Amazon Scandinavian women. Hey, that's how you win <laughs> yeah. women's college basketball. Yeah. All right, what's your second? What's your second one, Logan? My next one, or my last one, is Najee Harris and Devonte Smith this season have combined for forty five touchdowns. Jesus, oh my God! In uh, ten games, eleven games? Yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, eleven games. The entirety of college football has 16 teams that have scored more than 45 touchdowns. <laughs> 17 if you include Alabama. But there are only 16 teams in college football that have scored more touchdowns than Najee Harris and Devontae Smith. And how many colleges are there in the country? Probably like 100. <laughs> oh, there's over 100. That's crazy. That is a crazy fucking stat. Hey, that's a great stat. Uh, awesome. Okay, let's go into Boomer the Bust. Um, I'll start with my bust. And my bust is Jared Goff. I don't think I need to say anything else. So we're already gone into it. Jared Goff, you suck. Um, yeah. Um, I'll uh, start with my bust as well. Um, I'm going Zeke. Mm. He hasn't done anything all season. Um, And then Pollard comes in and absolutely tears it up. Fucking 69 yards, two TDs rushing, 63 yards receiving, 130 yards, 132 yards total. I mean, that's more than Zeke's done in any of the games, I think, at least since Dak Prescott left. And maybe even before that, I'm not sure. But he hasn't done anything all season. So it's like, oh man, you know, maybe they're just really rough and Dude, Pollard comes in and fucking tears it up. So, yeah, Zeke's my bust. Cool. I have two busts. My first one is a twofer. Uh, so it's the Oakland equipment staff and the content team at Fox. Uh, so John Gruden wore an Oakland Raiders hat for the entire first half of the game against the Chargers. <laughs> and then switched to a Las Vegas Raiders hat in the second half. And I, the reason I threw the Fox content team in there is because they cut to a side-by-side of him with an Oakland Raiders hat and a Las Vegas Raiders hat about eight times in the second half. <laughs> they just kept showing the same picture. No, man, I love it, man. <laughs> Fox, Fox content makers were booming, man. They were like, fuck this guy, dude, what an idiot. Uh, and then my second bust of the week is going to be Matt Austin, the head coach of Iowa State. Uh, there was a point in the game where uh, Oklahoma had about six guys jump over the line of scrimmage, like right on the line of scrimmage. And not a single one of Iowa State's offensive linemen moved. They just let it happen. So that's not a penalty. You could run all the way around the backfield if you wanted to, as long as no one moves. So they didn't call a penalty. And then Iowa State just took a timeout. (laughs) And Matt Austin yelled at the refs. He was throwing a temper tantrum. I have never seen a child throw a temper tantrum as hard as Matt Austin was mad at these refs, pointing and yelling at them uh, for making the right call and not throwing a penalty flag when his offensive lineman should have just moved a half an yeah, inch. Yeah. yeah, that's all they had to do. Yeah, they, it, was, it was a crazy clip because <laughs> they, they just kept jumping over and over because they were trying to draw him off sides. I, I'm assuming they tried to draw him off sides, and then just no one moved. It's like, well, you're trying to, to draw them off sides, so when they jump across, move. 
Yeah. <laughs> Don't get mad at the refs, get mad at your players. Yeah. But yeah, he, he looked real mad. Real mad for no hey, reason. Offensive line, great discipline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh shit, man, they're driven over the I line. What do you do? Don't start. fucking move, dude. If you fucking move, we're fucked. Hey, uh, time out, time out. They're looking fucking aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> we need to rethink this plan. Coach, I think they're blitzing. <laughs> new play, new play, guys, new play. <laughs> coach, coach, they're trying to sack the quarterback right now. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> okay, boom or bust, uh, let's go into roast of the week. Boom. Boom. Oh, boom. Oh, yes. Okay. I have... Go ahead. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm fine. Um, um, mine, uh, boom, for the week is uh, the crackhead I saw this morning at 5 a.m. in a beat-up minivan transporting an entire basketball hoop. You know, like the ones, the ones you see like in a cul-de-sac in the street. Yeah. Um, with it hanging out about maybe three <laughs> feet out the back of this minivan with the back completely open. Um, and he was just holding onto the rim with his hand. <laughs> I, I saw no tie downs, busted out taillights. That's that crackhead Dude, strength. And I was pulling up, yeah, I'm going like 80, right? It's like five in the morning. I'm fucking flying to work. And like, he's you know, on the freeway. He's on the freeway. <laughs> dude. He's on the freeway going at probably 65, maybe 70. And like both of his taillights were busted. So like, I mean, obviously I could see a vehicle, right? But like, or if I wasn't paying attention, like I didn't see any lights. Like he was like, at least you would have hit the van. basketball hoop and not the car. Yeah, right. So I was like, man, dude, and that dude was just driving like this, and I passed by, and he's just, just <laughs> dude, just gives me a look, like, like I was a fucking flying turtle, dude. That dude was like, where did you come from? And like, he's, oh yeah, so yeah, that's my boom, dude. That dude's a badass. Right on. For mad respect to him. Okay, okay. Who's your who's your who's your boom? My boom of the week is Charlie Woods. Yeah. I, I have never seen, obviously, because he's 11, uh, I've never seen him play golf before. That kid hit some fucking beautiful shots. Yeah. Outperformed his dad. In well, some aspects. Yeah. He looked, he, from, I mean, I, I watched highlights of him, so what's better than Tiger in those clips? <laughs> but uh, overall, for an 11 year old kid to shoot like he did on that course. Beautiful. 175 yards out. The one clip that just will always stick my mind. 170 yards out. Green is blinded by trees. He draws it with his five wood for a six foot eagle putt and then just walks up to the eagle putt and drains it. And I'm like, and then Jesse looks at me and says, wow, babe. Well, I guess you're not going pro. And I looked at her and I said, no shit. No shit. Hey, no, dude, that's what I'm saying. I saw a picture of him squatting down with his putter, lining up for a putt. And right next to it was Tiger Woods. I don't know if it was the same hole, maybe a different hole, but it looked like the same hole. I mean, the placement, like, I don't know if they took the picture of him, like, setting it up for Charlie, but I mean, honestly, Charlie, dude, the way he's playing, like, I don't think his dad was really setting anything up for him, you know, so it's like, no. and, and, and Tiger, and just sorry. side by side, dude, there was, it was just, it was a perfect fuck, like, dude, I would have that mounted in my house. Them in red on Sunday. Yeah, dude, yeah. so cool, man. And, and before that, Tiger even said, before, like, the tournament, like, they were, they were asking, like, how much are you going to help Charlie on, and Tiger was like, hey, man, this is just for fun. Charlie knows how to play golf, and we're just gonna go out there and play golf. I'm not. I'm not out here to give him any lessons or anything. He's out there doing his own thing, and like there were shots where Tiger would drive it, and then it wasn't a great drive. So Charlie would go up to like you know the kid tee or whatever like that, and then just fucking roast one down the middle. He would turn around to his dad and go, <laughs> "We're all set, Dad. Don't even worry about it, man." Yeah, no. You, you just want to play with me? <laughs> we're using my ball yeah, today, Dad. Let's, let's play mine. You're using an 11 year old's golf ball. <laughs> Yeah, he he looked he looked amazing. I love the clips of he drained a putt and did the Tiger Woods fist pump. That was fucking beautiful. 
Yeah. He, he has he has the the, the twirl down. Of oh club. my god, he's beautiful. I saw him on the range and he was just ripping him and then just yeah twirling it. He looked beautiful. It's also, unbelievable. Someone, I still haven't even gotten the twirl down. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think I I don't quote me on this, but I think I saw that uh, Tiger's caddy, his son was Charlie's caddy. So you love to see it. Keep it all in the family. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I yeah, I know that. I, I love that. I love that absolutely. I I love seeing all the highlights of Charlie Woods. He, he's going to be an absolute animal. Yeah. When he becomes twenty and he gets on the tour, um, my boomer of the bust. I have two. I just because I wasn't sure which one you guys were going to go with. So mine is Trey Sermon, House State running back, twenty nine carries, three hundred thirty one <laughs> yards, two tutties, single handedly won them the Big Ten championship game. And then my other one was Najee Harris, Alabama running back, 31 carries, 178 yards, two tutties, also 67 receiving yards with three receiving touchdowns. Five total touchdowns, over 200 yards, all-purpose yards. It's just that was, you know, those two running backs absolutely were booming this weekend. Okay, um, let's go to the roast. Does anyone have an amazing one? Nope, so I'll just kick mine off then. Okay. I'm going to the Dana White critics. Um, 100% after watching that video, um, it was... It was um, amazing to see. Um, obviously, nobody is ever going to tell Dana White what he can and cannot do. UFC went on highest for like about a month and a half, and then came back with eight scheduled pay per views and nearly twelve or sorry, nearly two dozen like fight nights. Um, and again, the thing that held strongest with me from that video when you guys watch it, I again I recommend it. Um, is like he said, quote unquote. A lot of people did not want this to happen, White said, but we're really good at proving people wrong. This is what we do at the UFC. Um, they're making me out to be the bad guy, saying that I'm doing it just for the money. I have a lot of money, right? That's what he says. He's like, I have a lot of money. So through that, through the entirety of COVID, there's been zero jobs lost with the company of UFC. And viewership went up 33%. Now I know that's because there's no sports for fucking three months. But still, throughout the entire year, 33% more viewers this year. So not only did he do what they said he couldn't do, he did it better than what he was doing before. Yeah. So, absolutely. fuck you guys. Dana White, you're the man. Absolutely. Morose of the week is me. Okay. It's me. Uh, so I, uh, I'm a math major, <laughs> still finishing up school, uh, but I am a statistics major. I had a final that was a take-home final, so I had a week to do it. I waited until the last day. Still gave myself like four hours to do it. I felt pretty good uh, after I finished. Uh, <sighs> and you didn't do good. I finished with a fourteen uh, percent on the final. On the final. <laughs> oh man! It was seven out of fifty-two. <laughs> now, granted, the whole thing—that's <laughs> bad, Logan. The, the whole thing was proofs, so it's all like. You have to know what you're talking about. I stopped paying attention in that class day two. So <laughs> had no idea what really was going on. Uh, and I looked at most of the answers and I feel like that is why I got a lot of points taken. <laughs> I haven't looked at what he marked off because I am afraid to look at what he marked off. Uh, but I am pretty sure it's because most of the proofs that I did was just a lot of me just copying what I saw on the internet. So, you know, props to me. for just, class just, though, just right? mad Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to get an S, but I take it because I get credit. Right. Oh, so so you you're gonna. End oh, up... I had a B. I got a D after that. Yeah. Yeah. It dropped me two letter grades. So. Uh, hey, dude, but COVID, you can take the S. I'm gonna take an S. So yeah. get credit. Also, bouncing off that, my biology final, I got like a. I I just I suck at science. Right. I'm just absolutely terrible. 
So my biology final, I got like a, I don't know, like a 62 on it. And I still had a D in the class. So I kept my D, right? And then I was like, all right, I'm just going to take an S and never have to take biology 190 again. And never have to take a science class again, except for chemistry. So I was like, that's fine with me. I go look at my unofficial transcripts and I don't know how, I don't know why. I will suck this teacher off any day of the week. He gave me a C. Nice. And I have no idea how because I was not even in the realm of rounding up to a C. <laughs> yeah. He must have curved that final. I think nobody passed that final with That's a C or higher. Was, and dude. he curved it and I got such a high grade yeah. on it. Because after the final, like a day later, it got taken off canvas. You know how yeah. it, you, So I was like, fuck, dude. Like, I, I don't know if he curved it. He didn't make any announcements about it. So I, just, I was like, all right, well, I'll, just, I'll take an S because I know I got a D. Because afterwards, I went and looked at my grade right afterwards. You know, it said you got this grade. So yeah, I went and looked yeah. and I was like, all right, well, you know, I was expected. And looked at my unofficial transcript and I was like, dude, I will give you a dirty, sloppy hand job in the back of a Durango, tinted windows and everything, dude. You can come all over the place if you want. <laughs> I'll throw in my final was also curved. Uh huh. That final was also curved. <laughs> oh, God. By eight points. Holy so shit. So it's supposed to be out of 60. <laughs> 7 out of 60. Figuring <laughs> out half of one question rate. Hey, man. Right on. Right on. Right on. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. My, my roast of the week is um, a wannabe Santa Claus in California was paragliding around the neighborhood. Paragliding. I So he had like a scooter that was ran by, like, a fan or something like that, and he was up in the air, paragliding around, dropping off candy canes to kids. One, that's fucking weird and creepy. Oh, yeah. Two, he got stuck in some power lines for three hours, and the fire department had to come and let him out of the power lines. He was fine. Uh, Nobody got hurt or injured. However, uh, my roast of the week is paragliding Santa Claus, handing out candy canes, and getting tied up in some power lines. I love it. All right. All right. Um, let's go ahead and go into our bets. Yep. I've got two locks. Yep. Uh, my first lock is Vikings plus seven. So they are plus seven versus Saints right now. I'm going to buy a half a point and get them at plus seven and a half versus Saints. I think it's going to be a decent game. I do think the Saints win, but I think it's going to be somewhere in the realm of, you know, like 35-28, 35-31, something around there. So I'm taking the Vikings plus seven and a half. Cool. Um, I, I have three locks because I don't have a parlay this week. All right, cool. So my first pick is going to be the Nets, minus 7.5 against the Warriors tomorrow in opening night. The Nets have no Draymond Green, no James Wiseman for tomorrow night, so they're missing their number one draft pick. They're missing a key piece. They're going to have Steph back, and he's going to put up 35. But, but no one else is going to do anything. Yeah, but Katie and Kyrie's first game together in regular season, that actually counts. I think, I think they make a statement, and they probably win that game very easily. Okay, I like that. Um, I took a Washington football team, minus two, against the Panthers. I like that one, too. Um, they got a lot to fight for, so I think they're going to do it. Um, my second lock is Texans, minus nine, versus the Bengals. Um, I, I haven't seen the score right now, but the Bengals are still not a good football team. So, Texans, minus nine. I think they win 17-7. Who scored? Uh, I don't know. And Bengals just punted it off, too. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Deontay Johnson. On a 23-yard touchdown pass. Let's Doesn't see. the guy you're playing have a Deontay Johnson? One of them, yeah. <laughs> All right, Eric. But you said you were comfortable I, with that. You yeah, said you were comfortable. Remember, I can't remember who has who. Man, if I lose. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah, said you were yeah, comfortable with yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, regardless. What's your second lock, Kyle? Uh, second lock, Lakers minus three against Clippers. I like that. Yeah. Um, teams looking stacked. I think we're going to lock them up. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, your second and third lock, Logan. Uh, so my second lock is BYU minus six and a half against UCF. Uh, I think BYU. What bowl game is that? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, I just think I'll look it up really quick. But I think, yeah, I, think I think it's the Marty Gras Bowl. I have no idea. I, I think I think <laughs> they're it's not going to let Mormons play in the Marty Gras Bowl. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, it is the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. <laughs> the Boca Raton Bowl. Okay. Yeah. So BYU minus six and a half. I think BYU. Is, is going to score a lot of points. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. The over is 75. Probably oh take the over. God. Um, even though, I mean, it, it's high, but I still probably take the over because yeah. I don't think either team is going to play defense. Yeah. But I think BYU is significantly better than UCF. And Zach Wilson, it would be his last game. Uh, the only reason I would change that is if Zach Wilson opts out. But as of right now, he's still playing. I'm going to take him to try to make one last statement before the NFL draft. All right. And then running up the score. Okay, right on. Uh, and then your third lock. Um, going a little Champions League here. And take Liverpool money line against Leipzig. They're plus one twelve to win. Uh, but I think they're close enough. Leipzig. In... RP Leipzig. Yeah, it's in uh like Denmark or something. Huh. They're just sponsored by Red Bull. Okay. So. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. That's why it's RB Leipzig. I need to start waking up early in the mornings on Saturdays and watch Premier League. Yeah, 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 yeah. Premier League, Champions League. Fantastic. Uh, but I'm going to take them because I think in their group in Champions League, they're still close enough that they aren't going to fuck around and lose that game and lose top spot in their table. Uh, so I, I think, or in their group, sorry. So I think they're going to they're gonna take that one. Okay. I like that. Um, I, you guys don't have to have one, but I have a can't lose parlay this week. If you guys do, right on. If you don't, doesn't matter. My can't lose parlay is Washington money line versus Panthers, minus 135. Eagles, minus one and a half versus the Cowboys, minus 110. Uh, looking back on this, I did take the Cowboys to win in my picks. So, yeah, awesome. Um, and then Steelers, money line versus the Colts, which is minus 140, which I know is a stretch. And at minus 140, I felt like it was a stretch too. But regardless, that right now at this moment is paying you plus one plus 470. So 20 bucks wins you about 113 bucks. Um, I think that line will change, especially that Steelers-Colts game. If the Steelers do end up losing this game against the Bengals, then that line will change a lot, and that will pay you out a lot more. Regardless, that is my can't lose parlay. Ride with me, boys. Yep. Um, I got Lakers minus three, Washington minus two, Chargers minus three, and I took Eagles minus one and a half as well. Um, that's plus eleven eighty three. Twenty bucks will get you two sixty. Um, right. Fatty payout, but I mean, I don't know, man. They, 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 hey, can't they lose. look like it can't to me. lose. They, they look like locks. Can't lose. Do you have one, Logan? Parlay, no. Okay. I, I ride on college football, and I feel like if I do a parlay, it's going to be spread out over like two weeks. Okay, right on. Uh, let's go into Outlandish. Uh, Kyle, why don't, you, why don't you start us off with the, uh, Outlandish here? Yeah, um, we're going to go to the uh, Professional Darts Championship, um, round two. Uh, I'm putting my money on Cameron Carolison, uh, Carolison uh, plus 750 against Danny Nopert. Um, Danny Nobert, obviously the favorite. Um, so, I mean, you know, I mean, I love the root for the underdog. Uh, but Cameron's coming off of a bye week. Um, his uh, opponent just tested positive last week. So, um, he's going to be coming in hot, coming in fresh, the elbow. It's going to be nice and rested. Um, and I don't know. I think he's going to pull the upset against Danny. So, we'll see, man. All right, right on. All right, my outlandish is in the International Table Tennis Cup. Uh, I have... Uh, a little bit of a, an underdog here. <laughs> I have uh, Andre Andre Selen. He is plus three thirty 
to beat Alexander Cements. Oh, dude, Cements is a stud. Uh, Cements is a stud. He's, min- ever... he's minus five, 588. Have you ever seen him <laughs> sling a paddle around? I have seen him sling a paddle around, but I think against Selen, he's going to be cemented in the ground. Ooh, I like that. Have you also ever seen Cements <laughs> slap, you know, do the ball slap? No, no, I where not. you you know where guys like do this and then like their Dude. balls slap against their gooch. Oh, he's an all pro at that. If that was a sport, I'd I'd lay a thousand on some. I've I've seen him. I've seen him win against California Midwest Regional, just cocking balls. Damn. No paddle, just cocking balls. Yeah, yeah. making me question my pick. He, he here, took, but I'm he right. took, no, no, I like your he pick. He took two blue pills and just fucking. Yeah, right. He took one of those like rhino pills that you find at the gas station. Yeah, dude, but no, but hey, it's a long shot. But Cements, dude, I think his backspin is what he has the most to look forward to. Um, so if he can, uh, I mean, if Andre can counter his backspin, I think he might have it. Absolutely. Uh, my outlandish is in the rugby union, the Curry Cup on twelve twenty seven. It's the Cheetahs versus the Selshi Sharks. I'm taking the Cheetahs. They're plus one forty five. I'm taking them because they also don't have. That's their team name. It's just the Cheetahs. There's no, there's no city. There's no nothing. It's just Cheetahs. Um, and if you're named the Cheetahs, and that's it. It's not like uh, you know, the the Nevada Cheetahs. It's just Cheetahs. How can you bet against them? You said it's the Curry Cup. Yeah. Do we know where this is taking place? Uh, I don't know. C U R R I E. Curry Cup. Awesome, oh, South Africa. Okay. Yeah. South Africa. Right on. And, uh, uh, yeah, how can you back against the Cheetahs when they're playing in Africa? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me, man? My, my initial reaction when you said Curry Cup was that this was in India. But it's in South Africa. So how can that's you bet against racist? <laughs> how can you bet against the Cheetahs when they're playing in in their home environment? Like which it. is Africa. I love that pick. They're also, I think, the reigning champions. So and they're underdogs, so kind of a no-brainer right there. Hey, dude, if they were the gazelles or the antelopes, yeah, the team's gonna murder them to feed their families. The cheetahs, <laughs> no, they ain't killing. They ain't killing the cheetahs. No, no, you can't. No, cheetahs are way too fast. Hey, uh, regardless, guys, that is our episode today, episode three of Totally Talking Sports. We really appreciate you guys tuning in and give us some 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 so, 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 some support. <laughs> um, so please <laughs> today, Junior. So please, uh, yeah, follow us on Instagram uh, at Totally Talking Sports. You can hit us up on Gmail and ask us questions. Uh, we would love to do some type of segment where we answer some questions from fans. That would be amazing. So Totally Talking Sports at Gmail dot com. Uh, please tune in next week, and we love you guys. Yeah, thank you guys all for the support. I uh, wish you Merry Christmas. Go Ducks. Go Blue Devils. Yeah, I mean I couldn't agree more, man. You guys are awesome. Thanks for tuning in. Um, We'll squeeze another one, one more in before the year ends. So look forward to it. Hey, we're on, guys. See you later.